You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. John 19, verses 10 and 11. This is a conversation between Pilate and Jesus. Jesus has been arrested. Yeah, our God, the man Jesus, has been arrested and religious slash kinfolk of Jesus want him dead. So notice what Pilate said to Jesus. John 19, 10 and 11. Then Pilate said to Jesus, Are you not speaking to me? Do you not know that I have power to crucify or kill you? But let me flip it, Jesus. I I also have power to release you. If I feel like it, Jesus, I can have you killed. But I can also set you free. You need to know who I am. He wanted Jesus to know exactly who he was and, and, and to know what type power he had. So Jesus didn't listen to him and he wanted Jesus to say something. And so Jesus didn't say something. Now, verse 11, look what Jesus said to him. And keep in mind, he, he, he done been arrested. This is a man locked up. This is what he said to a man that said he could free him. You could have no power at all against me. Unless it had been given you from above. And I'm going to stop at that sentence. Notice again, Jesus responded to Pilate by saying, You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given you from above. Now, going back to verse 10, Pilate. Wanted Jesus to know or to recognize that he had some power. Wanted to give Jesus an understanding of how awesome 
he was. You not folk audit and, and, and graduate and think they look better than you. I don't know where you get your knowledge from, but I am a graduate of the university. I hear what you're saying, but you, 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 you know that I have researched this for years. Pilate wanted Jesus to know, again, what type power he had. And wanted the Lord to understand it. But based upon Jesus' response to Pilate, it's obvious that Pilate had twisted understanding. And based upon that, my subject this morning is simply twisted understanding say to somebody it's a dangerous thing to have and we gonna give our God a big hand of praise before we go further I think as God's people, we have reached the conclusion that understanding is, number one, essential. It's necessary for us to have understanding, especially about the written and revealed will of God. We not only need to know Romans 8 and 28, which states all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. We not only need to know it, we need to know that it is essential. That we understand it. We understand it no matter how bad it gets. Because of our commitment to God. Everything going to be okay. It looks bad. But because I love God. It's going to be okay. I'm looking at the report. And I'm seeing some things that I don't want to see but more so than that I'm, I'm seeing Romans 8 and 28 all things are going to work out for me because I love God I need to know that and I need to understand it number two when it comes to understanding understanding is 
important. It's not only essential, it's important. It's important because if, if I don't have understanding, you may try to get over on me. You may try to dupe me or somebody else may try to dupe me. Or I could mess up my own self. I said I could mess up my own self. If I don't have the right understanding, I can mess up my own self. And don't y'all look at me like that because some of us have messed up our own self. You couldn't point the finger at nobody. It was you that messed up you. You messed up your own self. You don't believe me, ask the neighbor, neighbor, have you ever messed up yourself? Financially, have you ever messed up yourself? Have, have you ever messed up yourself by worrying about something you couldn't, you couldn't take care of anyhow? You just messed up yourself. What do you mean? Worrying, messed up myself? Yeah, messed up yourself and your day. Or maybe two days, three days, depending on how long you worried. But when you understand, you won't mess up yourself. See, I, I, used to, I used to wonder why I went through certain things, certain trials and tribulations, and I was saved. See, I didn't have an understanding that even though I'm saved, I'm still going to go through some trouble. Then I mess around and start reading scriptures like Psalm 34 and 19. Many are the affliction of who? The righteous. Many? Yeah. Folk that pray all the time go through stuff. Folk that fast two days a week go through stuff. Folk that make it their business to pray for the sick, to lay hands on folks. Believe in God that they're going to recover and see them recover. After they see somebody else get well from their prayers, they still go through stuff. Many are the affliction of who? The righteous. So when it comes to understanding, it is essential and significant that we grasp the meaning Of this, that, and the other. Because when I grasp the meaning, it says that I have understanding. When I don't only know it, but I can grasp the significance and the necessity of it, I have understanding. And when my understanding is at a level that I know it should be, I can take it to another level. I can become conclusive when it comes to my knowledge. I can start speaking, thinking, and talking. Based upon what I know. I can start saying something. About this than any other. Because I have understanding. Understanding is very important. The, the reason I'm not allowing COVID to control me. 
is because I have understanding. The reason I'm not going to allow certain folk to get under my skin. Because folk will try. Is because I have understanding. I have it. You have it. You understand to the point to where folk that used to teach you this, that, and the other, you have better understanding than them. Not because of the intelligent person you are, but because you are getting your understanding from the omniscient one. The one that understands all. The one that knows all. Won't he make you look good? Say to your neighbor, God will make you look good. He'll tell you some stuff that'll make you look good at the family picnic. Folk would be wondering, like they were wondering about Jesus. Where in the world did he get this knowledge from? Where in the world did he get this understanding from? He ain't like them other teachers that we've been hearing. He had omniscient understanding and knowledge. And, and, and our God is not a hoarder. He releases to his children knowledge and understanding if you hunger and thirst after righteousness I'll give you something to drink I'll give you something to eat all you gotta do is come to the table with your mouth open all you gotta come is with teeth or gum ready to eat what I'm gonna put down You got to get that knowledge and understanding. And and you got to possess it. Because in society. You're going to run into some folk that have twisted. Understanding. You're going to run into some folk that's going to try to make you look at what you know. And think that you in. That what you're saying, thinking, or doing is inaccurate. They'll try to tell you Jesus is the white man's God. And if you're not where you need to be in your understanding, you'll become their flunky by falling forward. You'll go and get you a bean pie. You'll go and get you a hat. That looks like a toboggan and wear it in 90 degree weather. Simply because you done been duped by somebody. That remove your understanding and imparted their understanding in your being. Say to your neighbor, you got to be sure about your understanding. 
because there are folks with twisted understanding that are trying to get you to say things in contrast to the will of God. Folk will convince you you don't need the Holy Ghost. Folks are convinced you that that Acts 2, 1 through 4 is not right. Well, the disciples didn't only receive the Holy Ghost, but you're seeing the first sign. After they received it, they start speaking in tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. But if you don't have the understanding that you should, Twisted folks would talk you out of it. I thought I had the Holy Ghost until such and such. I thought tithing was right. Until I met Brother Moself. We using the wrong name. We shouldn't be using Jesus. That's the slave name. Well, I thought Jesus meant Savior. I thought Jesus meant Redeemer. I didn't know it meant the slave name. Old folks say you got to make sure your anchor holds. You got to stay on that solid ground. You got to keep your praise in the midst of twisted folk. You got to keep turning in victory in the midst of twisted folk. They're saying ain't no such thing as victory. We know there's a such thing as victory according to 1 John 5 and 4. The victory that overcomes the world is even our faith. And folk will try to talk you out of your faith. Why? Because they're twisted. it comes to their understanding. Folk, folk who you help would tell you, you don't really want to help me. So I done spent all this money. Did this, that, and the other for you, but now I don't want to Pastor, just trying to hold, uh, so I'm trying to hold you back. I done trained you. I done did this, that, and the other. What's going on with your understanding? What is coming from? She don't love me. Well, she cook for you. Clean fight. Pay bills you should be paying for. By yourself. But she paying them. And she don't love you. I don't think my husband loved me. He don't never say I love you to me. I, I don't know. I was, well, is he, is he paying the bills at the house? Yeah, he pay all the bills, Pastor. He pay my credit card, Pastor. 
Oh, so he just let you pay for for that car that you that nice car? No, Pastor, he 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 paying for that too. But he don't love you. Baby girl, your understanding is off. See, see, sometimes you can either be listening to somebody with twisted understanding or, or for some reason or another, you can be twisted in your understanding. You know, the brother's against me because I done got this truck there against me now. So you got the truck and the, yeah, they... I guess I should have kept my old truck. I didn't get there against me now. And, and, and this is a sad thing. Folk be saying stuff and, and, and they, be, they be serious about it. But get this. But they be seriously wrong. Folk will have you turning against somebody you should be Connecting with. Because of twisted understanding. Twisted. I've seen it. It, it, It's some folk that think they're going to heaven anyhow no matter what they're doing. Because their understanding comes from twisted preachers. At funerals. Yeah. You got preachers that are so twisted they'll put anybody in hell. You got folk get mad at any old thing because twisted understanding. Somebody can look at somebody and then turn their eye. She roll her eyes at me. I ain't done nothing to her. I don't know why she roll her eyes at me. Well, huh, that, before you say that, go over there and ask if she roll her eyes at you. Or find out what's going on. But don't be in twisted understanding. Get the scripture. If you got a problem with your brother Sister, go to him. But don't go to him with no twisted stuff. Go to him the right way. Ooh, I, 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 got, I got to get notes. Just, just, but I need your help. Ask somebody, have you ever had twisted understanding? And see, sometimes it's so sad because you can know a person's character, but a twisted person would try to get you to see that person in a different light. You, you can know that your friend is not a respecter of person, but somebody can come up and get to talking about your friend and get you looking at your friend in another way. Messing up your understanding. And when it becomes like that, you're twisted. 
You're in error. Inaccurate. Or deeper, you're corrupt. And, and, and some folk, when they get twisted, the Lord, the Lord would tell you, look, you just need to leave him alone because he in his own little world right now. So just leave him alone because no matter what you say, he's going to do what he desires to do. Jesus kept teaching and teaching and teaching the word. But, but Judas was, was hanging with the wrong folk and his mind was getting twisted. Until Jesus knew, I got to just take my hands off him. We're talking Jesus. When it talks about how Satan entered the heart of Judas, Satan had got into his understanding. Had, had got so into his understanding and his knowledge to where he was, he was ready to make a decision based upon what the enemy had whispered to him. And so Jesus said, the one that's going to betray me. <laughs> Is the same one that's that that's dipping. He's dipping. Then he said, "Go on and do what you gotta do." And Judas left, and and, and the other disciples still didn't have a clue. Well, I guess he's telling Judas to go do such and such. You have to understand that. It is imperative that you watch who you hang with and you check yourself. So others won't get your understanding twisted and you won't mess up yourself. And the, the perfect example of how to deal with somebody with twisted understanding is found in John 19, 10 and 11. Per perfect example. Jesus was literally about to be killed. Because folk had accused him of something he didn't do. But they accused him of it because they had twisted understanding. Jesus got to saying certain things that, that, that were true. To the point to where the high priest, when he heard what Jesus was saying out of his mouth, ripped his clothes and decreed that he was a blasphemer. This man is saying something against God. Something he shouldn't be saying. He's a blasphemer. That's what he called Jesus, a blasphemer. Or basically a demon. Religious folk. 
Some of the worst folk in society is church folk that are religious. See, everybody go to church and ain't going to worship. Some folk go to church because they are religious. And, and religious is, is good in one sense because when you're religious, it says that you, you are constant about doing something. And religious folk will come to church every Sunday. They'll participate in whatever needs to be done because they are religious, but they will not fulfill John 4, 22 and 24. They will not fulfill God's requirements in that God is seeking for those that will worship him in spirit and truth. That's what he's looking for. I'll be religious, but I'm not going to get in that truth. Why? My mind twisted. My understanding is twisted. I think just coming to church is enough for me to go to heaven. Nicodemus was on that plane until Jesus busted his bubble by telling him, unless you be born again, you ain't going in. You ain't going to heaven unless you be born again. When, when Jesus busted his bubble, Nicodemus said, how in the world can I do that? I'm old. How can I enter my mother's womb? Again, you can tell he hadn't been taught, right? And Jesus just questioned his, his teaching. He said, Hey, you being an elder, you don't know. He was caught up in the religious clique to the point to where his understanding was not in the place. That it needed to be. And he knew and he knew it. And therefore he started he started meeting Jesus, but initially he was meeting Jesus in secret. You know how some folk go to religious churches. Yeah, I'm going to a real church, but I ain't gonna tell nobody I'm going to that over there to that sanctified church. And they start hearing that understand. And Nicodemus started getting so full to where he came out. And was willing to do stuff for Jesus that, that disciples who had been following him a long time wouldn't do. Why? Because his understanding had came open. He knew Jesus wasn't belittling his religion. He was just trying to strain him. And some folk were teaching like this. That pastor trying that like my mind. Now I'm just trying to get straight, straight, as well as myself, because the word is, is bigger than pastor. Word for pastor, as well as everybody else. You agree? And so he, he Jesus was dealing with somebody with twisted understanding. His kinfolk, who were religious, who wanted him dead. I don't have time to go to, to the scripture, but in, in scripture, they actually look for ways to kill their own kinfolk. And then they say, well, you know the best way to do it is we, we just get somebody that's amongst him. Ain't that something? The enemy will get somebody that you worship with to mess you up. 
And so Pilate was the governor of Judea. He was the governor. The head man in charge. Who didn't have a problem letting everybody know, hey, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm the governor. Yeah, I'm the governor. And this, this is a sad thing. Even religious folk look to Pilate as a person that had the final say. Just like in our day and time, it's amazing because you have Christians that act as if the government has the final say. Don't y'all throw nothing at me. Had one, one person tell me, say, you, you going to do such and such? I, I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm being led by God. Well, you got to use common sense. I said, well, I, I don't, I'm not on that plane, brother. I said, I'm, I have to use John 16 and 13. I said, you do know what that says as a brother, don't you? You know that John 16, 13. Let me see. Uh, you know, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. I said, I can't use common sense. I have to be led by the spirit of God. I said, you common, you use it, but I am spirit feel and spirit Lead. I got to check my audience. How many? That's your testimony. You spirit feel and spirit lead. I'm not going to deal with the common sense crowd. But how many know spirit feel and spirit lead pushes common sense out the way? Yeah, because some things that folk call common sense is nonsense. And so, Pilate wanted everybody that he had the opportunity to tell to know that he was he was the governor in charge and he had the final say. And so apparently when you when you look at the text, Jesus wasn't talking to Pilate. The way Pilate wanted him to talk to him. And, and so Pilate just puts a question before, are, are you not speaking to me? <laughs> and some folks, you do need to give a silent treatment. How, how many done learned that some folks, you just need to get a silent treatment? Just let them talk. You just, just. Because you have folk that, that you can tell them one thing and when they tell somebody else what you said, they done twisted it. He said, I said that. That's what he said. Oh. Well, I'll just give him silent treatment the next time. I won't say nothing. And so Paul said, are you not speaking to me? And then Pilate began to talk 
And as a spirit-filled child of God, you know what he said here in John 19 and 10. That his understanding was twisted. He said, don't you know Jesus? I'm the one. I'm the one, Jesus. Jesus, I I can have you crucified right now. I'm the one. I can have you killed right now. But let me tell you something else, though, Jesus. You really need to talk to me. And y'all know I'm proud of phrasing. Thank you, Brother Pop. I can also have you released. So, Jesus, do you want to be killed or released? Whichever one you want, you need to talk to me. Because I'm in charge. Have you ever met somebody that just liked things to go their way? And just feel like they have a right for everything to go their way. So one-sided to where all they see is their way. In one sense, the implication is that, that, is that Pilate was just one-sided. He just, he, he just looked at things one way, his way. That's a dangerous thing when you are a child of God and the only way you look at what's happening in life, what's happening in the church, what's happening uh, over here, over there is your way. You never need to be a person that, that just sees it your way. Say to your neighbor, things are bigger than you. And, and I'm going to say something, and I hope you don't take it the wrong way. But, but say to him, say, you're not that important. Woo! Now that was not meant as an insult. But whenever you think everything needs to go your way, you, you, you think that you are more important than you really are. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I got to show you something. I have. I'm, I'm getting ready to close it. Y'all just stay with me. Go with me to Romans 12. Some of y'all know where I'm going, but go there anyway. Romans 12. Lord have mercy. Verse 3. If y'all get that before me, just hold it. I, w- I could quote it, but I want to read it. Some things I, j- I just want you to see. I know Pastor quoted it, but I don't know if that's there or not. I'm going I'm to put a pen and I'm going to go check that later on. You ain't got to check this. We finna read this now. Now this is what Paul said to the church at Rome. He says, well I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you to know that he will be in real armor because he finna drop something on again for I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly 
get this, than he ought to think. See, your mind is powerful. You, you can think some great things about yourself. But see, you, you, you need to get that balloon head. You need to put a pin in it because you're not that important. Pastor, you overlooking me. I, I, I can, look, I got 40 ministers. If I'm overlooking you, I'm overlooking 39 more. Pastor, you didn't say, hey, look, I've got so much stuff on my mind, I probably didn't say, hey, but, hey, it wasn't personal, hey, hey, it wasn't personal, don't get all bent out of shape, pastor went right by me, he was in his truck, I know he's seen my car, I'm going to tell you something. It's just like you be working and 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 uh, somebody come to somebody come to the door. Hey, time to eat. You keep working. They just I know you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear you, but I hear you now. <laughs> Say to your neighbor, you're not that important. I got to do what I got to do. No, you're not that important. That should never come out of your mouth. You got to be led by the spirit of God. He was one-sided in his, in his thinking. And so, he wanted, he, he wanted Jesus to know that I'm in charge. Yo, you finna die, but I can help you live. Your kinfolk want to kill you. I'm the only one in between. Y'all. I'm between y'all. I'm the one that can stop all of this from happening. You know, I mean, if folk just, just say crazy things. I know you're over there listening to Walker. You believe everything he said. But let me tell you one thing. I can put, he put on his britches the same way I put on my britches. And, and, but, but this is a sad thing right here. Some of us, when folks are talking in a twisted way, they pull us in. They pull us in. It's something wrong when a senior minister should be an example to a younger minister who has a twisted mind, but slightly. But when that twisted-minded younger minister can pull in the senior minister to being twisted, something is wrong. When an elder can allow a baby minister to
to get his mind all out of shape. Something is wrong with that. When a virtuous woman can allow a low down man to get her to leave her God, something is wrong with that. That's the reason you have to discern twisted minds and your understanding has to be so intact to where you never allow a person with twisted understanding of thinking to pull you in. Hey, somebody tell me, look, you need to do such, such, look, I got to go. Oh, so you can't talk to me. No, I can't. I see. You have to be just like that. Say what you have to say. Sometimes it's a good thing to be rude. I said sometimes it's a good thing to be rude. I ain't never heard that. You heard it today though. Just like Jesus not saying something to the governor. You know the governor considered that rude? Here I am the governor and he act like he can't talk to me. See, Jesus' understanding was intact. In and so after he wanted Jesus to know how twisted his mind was and, 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 and that he was in charge, he said, Jesus like, you know what? You wouldn't have no power unless it was given to you from above. The only reason you are allowed to make the decisions you make is because my father. Is allowing it to happen. That's the only reason you're able to do what you're doing. You wouldn't have no power if it wasn't for God. And have you ever been around folk that just think they the one? Yeah, I think they the one. Look, look at this text. Jesus said, y'all are, did Jesus really say that? Let me go back. Look at this. Look at what he said again. Verse 11. You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given to you from above or from my father. And see, I, I had to learn that, that the Lord will, will allow certain things to happen because it's just part of the purpose. It's just part of the purpose. See, because see, Jesus could have made power up if he wanted to. Right then. But, but you know what? Jesus was sticking to his, his purpose. I got to show y'all something. You don't believe Jesus could have messed him up right then? He could have messed him up. I'm going to show y'all something. Go with me to Matthew 26. Lord, I'm close. I'm getting ready to close. Y'all stay with me. Lord, have mercy. Y'all all right? Okay, notice Matthew 26, 
52. Now, this is the same thing happening, but it's, but it's from Matthew's standpoint. Uh, but it's around when Jesus was uh, getting ready to be arrested, crucified, so forth. But notice what Jesus said here in uh, Matthew 26 and 52. Jesus said to him, and talked to his disciples, put your sword in its place for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Or do you not think? And we could add understand right there. We could, we could use think or understand that I cannot now pray to my father and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels. He said, I could just mess this whole garden up right now if I wanted to. <laughs> All I got to do is just ask. All I got to say, hey, Father, send me some legions. And Jesus had us scoped it out to what? Twelve would just wipe everything out. <laughs> Look at the text. Or oh, do you not think I cannot now pray to my Father and he will provide me with more than twelve legions of angels? But then he said, how then could the scriptures be fulfilled that it must, does, must happen Thus, he stuck to his purpose. See, folk will try to get you out of your purpose. And I've seen people that their, their mind got so twisted, their understanding got so twisted to where they got pulled out of their purpose. I talked to a young brother. I said, I said man, just keep doing this right here. Don't believe what. These folks say, just stay right here and God going to bless you. Well, I, I just got to do what I got to do. I said, if you get out of your purpose, something going to happen. Three years pass. Dead. No question in my mind. He died because he got out of his purpose. He thought he should have been elevating faster than he was in his business. Looking at TV too much. Listening to folk who talk good game, but ain't about nothing. Our Jack, ain't about nothing. You have to be to the point to where you never allow a twisted minded person to get you out of your purpose. Well, Walker, if you do such and such, it seems like the minister do such and such. No, I'm going to stay right here because this is where God told me to stay. So, no, I ain't going to do that. Well, I, I think if you go do such and such, bro, so and so, that things will work out for you. Well, that ain't what God told me. And, and sometimes you can have a desire to do something. But you still have to stay where God told you to stay. Paul wanted to go minister in a place, but the Holy Spirit told him, No. It ain't time yet. It ain't time for you to do that yet. You know what Paul did? Stayed in his 
place. Stayed in his purpose. You have to be to the point to where you know your purpose. You know who you are. And you don't, you don't allow anybody or anything to get you out of it. Even your spouse. Joe wife, it got so sick of him being sick. Going through trouble. And, and, her, and her children had been killed. To where she, she just looked at him one day and just said, oh, you still got your little integrity. And I see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what you need to do? You need to just curse God and die. Now, she wasn't going to die with him. You know why? She had other plans. She wanted him dead, but she wasn't going to die with him. We won, you died, but I'm going to go. Beware, tell somebody, of people with twisted understanding. And so Jesus wanted him to know I could I, I could I could do this that and the other and you wouldn't have no power, no power. unless it was given to you from above. And I'm going to close with a couple of scriptures. But I want to say this before I go to the scriptures. You need to make it your business to understand that no matter what you hear on the news, no matter what you hear from your family or from others, your understanding needs to be God is in control. He's omnipotent, omniscient, and sovereign. And if when something happens, he allows it or he allows a person to make a choice and that person does something stupid. It don't look like that. God has allowed us to make choices and we did something stupid. Thankfully, some of what we did was stupid was minor. But, but some people, when they make certain choices, it be, is, is major. They'll go and blow up stuff because, because of that choice. They know better. They'll just do dumb stuff. But, but never get it twisted. God is in control. Let me give you two scriptures and I'm going to be done. Y'all ready? Psalm 24 and 1. Just two simple scriptures to show you that God is in control. That you, already, you probably already read it, but, I, but God specifically told me to read them today. And I'm going to obey him. Well, I can quote that, Rabbi. Well, go ahead and quote it and read it too, if you don't mind. <laughs> Psalm 24 and 1. The earth is the Lord's, and all is what? The world, and those who what? That means everything and everybody belongs to who? Now, everybody is not a child of God, but because God is creator, everything. Is his. 
But the sinner that sins is going to die and go well. Tell. Because he created people with choice. We're free moral agents. But who does the earth belong to? And is the world and those that what? It isn't amazing how God can bless folks and they get the big head and act like God ain't nowhere around. Start disrespecting God, God's authority, and so forth. And some of them get the big head and they got a pot to twiddle in or a yard to throw it in. Woo! Psalm 50. Last scripture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I sung that, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Psalm 15 10. Notice this. For every beast of the forest is mine. And the cattle. On a thousand hills. I mean, whenever somebody get to bragging over what they got. Bottom line, it belonged to God. And I'm going to stop right there. Let's give him a hand of praise.